Hello and welcome to episode number five. I had to take a quick peek at my notes there. Number five of the Smart Home Collective Minis. I hope everybody is doing fine this beautiful week. So this week was Prime Day slash Days, and I think what now feels like a week. Uh, and I hope everybody managed to pick up some fantastic deals. This year, bizarrely, I only went for, for one thing. I ended up picking up a, a Broadlink smart light switch, which I saw on a Paul Hibbert's YouTube channel. I, I don't know what it was this, this year. I, I, maybe it's just where I am with my smart home. I feel so saturated in, in gear and kit. I didn't feel a real dis- burning desire to go out and splodge loads of money like I've done in previous years. But in hindsight, I kind of wish I did. I think once something's gone, you're thinking, oh, do you know what? It would have been nice to have that. Anyway, I didn't. I made the one purchase and I regret not buying more. Anyway, there's no point in running through what those Amazon Prime deals were. It's gone. It's in the past. As I said, I hope you all bought loads and loads of goodies. The usual YouTube guys stuck up some good Prime Day deal videos. So I hope you were able to snap up something nice. If you didn't and you were like me this year, would you fill up a little bit of... Lethargic about making any purchases. I'm really curious as to why. As I said, I kind of felt though uh, I'm saturated with where I am. I'm struggling to know where I can take my smart homeness further forward. So there was nothing really jumping out at me at the time of the sales. So if you did, well done. If you didn't, drop me a note. I'm curious to know uh, where other people are with their smart home. Just one point to note as of recording, so 25th of June. Amazon UK are still selling uh, Echo devices at a reduced rate. So hence why I referred this as Amazon Prime Week, because they're still having a number of reductions on the Echo devices. I had a a quick look at Amazon.com and they all seem to be sold out. So if you're in the UK and you need an Echo, you can still pick them up at a reduced price. If you're in the US and you like Wise... Wise now open for pre-order are water leak sensors and a climate sensor, although you will need the home monitoring starter kit to integrate them into your system. They're not standalone. For tight spaces, which I think is pretty nifty, the water sensor comes with a little probe with a one metre cable. So say, for example, that there's an area you want to detect water leakage, but you can't physically get into to stick in the, the sensor or reach it. You can just slot a wee probe which is pretty pretty cool. Now, unfortunately, and this is the, the bizarre thing, I think, what WISE have done, the sensors don't integrate or work with HVAC or thermostat. So although the sensors may say the temperature's reached X, they don't then therefore trigger an automation uh, of the thermostat and turning your heating on or your HVAC on. A little bit strange. I'm guessing what WISE, what they've done, they've, they've done with the usual of minimum viable product, get something out there, and then iterate it uh, once it's out uh, in the live environment. So they have said that uh, that capability is in development. So if you like WISE, check out the new sensors. And now onto everybody's favourite subject, matter. The press and political focus that matters now again at gaining is, is rather interesting. Now, the Economic Times reported this week that a US senator has written a letter to, to Amazon, to Google, requesting their involvement uh, with with matter and what they intend to, to to do in that ecosystem. So in the letter to Amazon Google, the US Senator Amy Klobuchar, 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 I've murdered that name. Anyway, she's the Senator of, of Minnesota and she wrote, for what period of time do you commit to support the matter interoperability project 
and who at your companies is responsible for determining whether to extend the length of your commitment to matter? And she's asked that they respond by the 2nd of July with that question. So in effect, she's asking them, how much are you going to adopt matter and for what length of time and for what devices? That's that, that's the, the effectively the real question. Very interesting, the fact that this is now gaining political views and it's not just the smart home tech nerds who are interested. This is going way beyond uh, just the niche smart home to broader consumer uh, concerns. And I think given that Amazon and Google have been relatively quiet with their views on matter, Apple not so much, Apple have shared some stuff, but Amazon and Google have pretty much, apart from being named as, as one of the partners and one of the the members of the CSA, they're remaining very, very, very tight-lipped on it. Now, staying with our Senator Amy Klobuchar, there must be somebody sitting here thinking, Lee, how on earth are you pronouncing this name wrong? Klobuchar. I'm sure it's Klobuchar. Klobuchar? Yeah, Klobuchar. Go with Klobuchar. So, Senator Klobuchar also chaired a subcommittee hearing entitled Protecting Competition and Innovation in Home Technologies. And this is all about competition policy, antitrust and consumer rights. Now, there's a video... Uh, the whole hearing has been recorded and it's available on judici- judiciary.senate.gov. That's judiciary.senate.gov. The whole hearing's there. It's all been videoed and recorded. It's about two and a bit hours long. I've watched it, as sad as that may sound, and it was brilliant. I'm not going to lie. Although hearings can be very, very dry, having this play in the background, it was fascinating. The questions they're posing towards Amazon and Google and the two directors, one from Alexa, well, one from the, the business unit of Alexa within Amazon and the other one from, from Google. And they were questioned particularly around with their foothold in the current consumer market, are they now monopolizing and dominating this area and are they doing too much with, with the with the power they've now got? Now, with Senator Klobuchar's opening statement, the sentiment was very much around, this is not about punishing big tech. This is about taking the mistakes that have been made in the past, taking that learning and, and doing something positive with it for the consumer. However, I felt the longer the hearing went on, the more it did become about punishing big tech and actually it became a bit more of Amazon and Google. You're doing too much. We've, we've got concerns. You are big tech. You now own the, the large percentage of the smart home technology within people's homes. And as a result, we have concerns around antitrust and consumer right and confidentiality. Anyway, I need to move on. But yes... It was fascinating. If you have two hours that you want to waste and you're sad like me and you want to listen to it, check out judiciary.senate.gov. Look for the hearing. If you can't find it, drop me a note on Twitter and I'll send you over the link. But for me, the fact that matter and the smart home stuff, I hate using that word stuff, but smart home stuff is now being discussed at a senator level, is, albeit the US, is, is still interesting. Now, if you're a Home Assistant user and you love to tinker with ESP devices, you're obviously delighted with the news of ESP Home and the release of the ESP Web Tool. So the team behind ESP Home, which is now Nabacasa, they've created the ESP Web Tool, which removes the need for plugging in the microcontroller into the, the network running the ESP Home, the, the, the PC or VM, and really allows flashing via the web browser. It's an absolute game changer for anybody wondering who's got Home Assistant and they're wondering, should I start doing some tinkering? Absolutely. The, the, the addition of ESP Web Tool and flashing over the web browser 
makes things so much more simpler. And actually, uh, you should be encouraged now. If you've got a bit of an inkling, get stuck in, pick up a few ESP microcontrollers and have a play around with ESP Home. And if you are so inclined to now doing some uh, ESP tinkerage, as I'm going to call it, and you're wondering, how do I use this new ESP Home web tool, this browser installation? The Arnold Schwarzenegger of the Scottish Smart Home, Lewis from Everything Smart Home, is here to save the day. He's created a really simple, easy to follow explanation of the web tool, getting started with ESP Home, uh, and really, really good, uh, good video. And actually, it's so good that Paulus himself from Nabucasa uh, tweeted out Lewis's video, which I think gives the, the two thumbs up, Lewis, for how good the, the video is. Sticking with Home Assistant, my good friend, the Bearded Tinker, done a video recently about the Nuki door lock. I'm sorry about that name, Nuki. For those who don't live in the UK, Nuki means a love bite on your neck. So when I think of Nuki, I'm just thinking of somebody getting fucking sucked in the neck by a vampire. So yeah, Nuki, the Nuki door lock. BT released the, the Nuki door lock video. How easy it is to install physically onto the door and actually also integrate into the Home Assistant. Although he did call out the actual HA integrations, not the best. It's limited in some of the, the entities that come with the Nuki door lock. However, the community integration has far more entities and just more customization as a result. So if you're in the market for a door lock, you don't know what one to go for and you fancy a bit of Nuki, go and check out Bearded Tinker's door lock video. It's something I've never wanted because I think at the moment where my mind's at right now, I still don't trust the thought of a smart door lock. Don't ask me why. Yeah, I'm still not there, but uh, hopefully one day I'll get my head in the space. I think, to be honest, I think it'll be easier to convince myself as opposed to convincing the wife. The second last video I wanted to cover is not really, it's not directly smart home related at all, but I'm, I'm going to try and bring it into tech space. So the last mini episode, I ran through the integration that Kiri Piansky did uh, regarding Kraken for Home Assistant and integrating kind of crypto monitoring as part of your Home Assistant automation. So I'm going to stick with the theme of crypto, okay? And I'm going to point in the direction of Carlo from Tech, Tech and More Tech has an alternative channel called Modern Day Money. And Carlo's released a recent video on Modern Day Money called Why Making Money Online is Hard, The Shiny Object Syndrome. And I think this is really pertinent, certainly for me at the moment, when what I'm seeing within the cryptocurrency space, Loads of new people entering crypto and it's the new shiny. And I think investment in general is very tricky. Trying to invest in something that's online and digital is even trickier and it's extremely volatile. So where am I going with this? I don't really know, but I just, I saw Carlo's video and I thought, do you know what? That actually resonates with me quite a bit, given what's going on with crypto and with a lot of people entering the crypto market. So if you're the least bit curious about starting some investment or getting into crypto and you want to get your head in the right space for it, head over to YouTube and check out Modern Day Money by Carlo. Okay, before I wrap up, last video I wanted to give a shout out to was by Lifehackster. And Lifehackster takes a regular animal trap and he makes it smarter by integrating a wise lock and a motion sensor. This was by far the highlight of my YouTube viewing activity this week. I thought it was a really fun take on taking something from your smart home and using it in a new and intuitive, innovative way. I don't want to spoil the video by giving it all away, but uh, certainly head over to Lifehacks, the YouTube channel, check it out. It takes an animal trap, which to be fair, 
If I had to buy an animal trap that size for my garden, I would be shitting myself at the thought of capturing creatures that big. Maybe it's just where I live, but okay. It takes an animal trap, a wise lock, a motion sensor, smashes it all together, and he comes up with something very, very clever. So, Life Hackster, thank you very much. You really gave me a, a fun with that video. If you want to know how to catch animals in animal traps using wise kit, check out Life Hackster's video. And that's us. Another episode in the bag. Lads and ladettes, thanks for listening. I hope you had a, a good time in listening to this episode. If there's any news items or topics you would like me to cover on the main series of podcasts, please reach out to me. And if there's anybody you would like me to try and get on to have a bit of a conversation, also please drop me a note on Twitter, Lee at the Smart Home Collective. All right, let's go here, everybody. Stay safe.